How about naming your horse? I don't get it. And low expectations. Just it's like it's like basically putting it's like when you name your kid like a terrible name. Like you gave that kid no chance in life. Pretty much. It's like if you name your kid Butch or something. <laughs> if your kid, if you name your kid Butch this day and age, it's like what what did you think he would turn into? <laughs> what if you name a what if you name a horse Husker Butch? Well, he's a horse. So maybe he's okay. But he's not a human. That's my point. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had to buy some racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets, racingdudes.com, for all of your needs, racingdudes.com, for all of your leads, racingdudes.com, for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets. What is up, I'm Jared Welch, he's at Halterman, it is Thursday, April 6th, and this is Blinkers Off, what's up, man? What's up, man? Huge weekend once again coming up. We had a good one last weekend, and gosh, just just wall to wall action, right? Three preps this weekend, three different tracks. We got Oaks uh, races as well. This is this is going to be awesome. It's uh, the final weekend. Well, you have the Lexington, but the, the final weekend of the major preps, three one hundred point races, and you know we'll get right into it here because you know we'll talk a little about Forte. And I know you guys just got done talking about Forte. You- <laughs> uh with your dad but i feel like if there is a horse that's going to beat him in the kentucky derby i think it's got a very good chance of coming out of this weekend i agree i think it's going to um if like said if there's going to be somebody that beats him i think this is the one uh it's got to come out of i think it's got to come out of the bluegrass or it's got to come out of the San Diego derby i think the oaks or uh, the wood is a very very fun race but it's not a derby winning type of race. I think the other two could be. So, you know, we're going to be at the bluegrass. Um, I'm probably looking more forward to the San Diego Derby than the bluegrass. So to be completely honest, but I do think the potential is there in both of those races. Santa Anita Derby is, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, I feel like it's going to be, that's the race for me. Um, as far as, I guess, you know, Tapatrice. I feel like if anybody else other than Tapatrice wins the Bluegrass, then I'm left with more questions than answers. Um, if I do think whoever wins out of the Santina Derby is going to be like, okay, that's, if it's practical move again, then it's like, dude, okay, I, I can only doubt you for so long. This horse is the real deal. If it's go rocket ride, it's like, okay, maybe this horse might be really, really good because he keeps getting better with each start. Um, so there's a few, I feel like a few options, uh, as far as if they win that race, they're going to make a strong case for me personally to pick over Forte. Exactly. And that's just where it's at. Forte last weekend, 
Good race, solid race. The door is open, though. I don't think he's unbeatable. Um, I, I think we saw a horse that has stamped himself as the favorite as of right now, but I do think he can be beat, and I really think we're right here uh, with, with horses that can do it. And like I said, the Santa Anita Derby, it, it should produce a really, really good runner. It really should. I think the talent is out there. You've got a couple of horses that are really good. You've got a couple others that are, are right on that fringe. Maybe they take one more step. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get in too much. I guess Santa Anita Derby, we're going to talk about it soon. But the door is open. I don't think it's wide open, but I do think it's open for somebody to kind of go up and, and take it from Forte. We've talked about Forte a lot throughout the channel, whether it be on the recap, whether it be, you know, if you guys haven't seen the Betting Bible uh, recap where we dominated last weekend, make sure you go check that out on our YouTube page. Uh, we talked a lot about that race, in particular Forte and the Florida Derby, but, you know, we'll get into it a little bit here. Just do you look at for that race and do you think it was more of a case of, he was running down a tired mage who just ran his ass off. Um, or was it a matter of him, you know, I, I can't quite figure out if he's a horse that just does enough to win each time he runs. You know, he actually, the, yeah. the, the shocker, the timing was wrong on the race. And so the buyer came back, um, originally matched his last race, which was 95, I think, wasn't it? Um, yep. And then they came back and, and knocked it down a few notches. So, Actually, by, from a number perspective, regressed a slight bit, which is not what you want to see going into the Kentucky Derby. Thoughts? How are you? How are you handling what you saw out of that? Because it was incredibly exciting race. It was an exciting race from a betting standpoint. Uh, uh, if you bet that exactly that we did, thinking you're going to lose and then not. But even if you're just watching this race to see Mage like shot out of a cannon around the around the turn. You're like, oh my gosh, that horse is going to win, you know. And and I think what happened is a little bit of what you asked at first. I think Mage he got a little tired, and and he probably should have after making that big move. They probably moved a little too soon on him, and uh, that that allowed for, uh, Forte to go get him. The other side of it is, I think Forte to get past like he did and then come back and win. It does say something about him. Forte's locked in as Mage begins to roll from the back. They race past the quarter mile pole in the Florida Derby and Mage got the jump on Forte as he goes to get Fort Bragg. Cyclone Mischief is fighting hard. He's still right there. Less than a quarter of a mile to come and Cyclone Mischief, he's up for a fight and tries to turn away Mage. Forte better hurry up. Final 16th of a mile. Forte starts to gather in the top horses. Here comes Forte. This is going to be very close, but the champion prevails. Forte wins. I kept him number one for this week. I think he's vulnerable, though, and I think I'm just waiting for that horse to kind of show me, okay, I, I can go beat him on the big day. So I, I do come out of it thinking he's vulnerable, but I also think he's awfully good. It, it's just, you know, who else are you going to play at this point after what we've seen? Probably still him, but these three preps, they mean a lot more now than ever because of what we saw from Forte. Jared, I thought we'd see a hundred buyer, right? And if not a hundred buyer, I thought we'd see an effort visually that makes you go, whoa, he is really, really on. And what I think we saw is, whoa, he's kind of the same horse he was. That might be good enough to win. That's kind of where I'm at with him. Which is we, which we've been saying all year. Maybe yeah. he's just the same horse, and these other horses, there's no one's going to come up there. And um, you know, it's a year where you don't have the Bob Baffert. Uh, even if it's a horse like Cave Rock who couldn't get points, you don't have that situation that 
there's no horses, right? You know, Arabian Knight got hurt and he's off. And it's just like all these horses that you keep waiting for. Maybe that it's just one of those cases that um, he just keeps doing enough. And, you know, I think the a couple things, I, it's so funny. The, it's frustrating to see. It's like, oh, well, you know, May just keeps getting better. He just keeps getting better. He's the horse I want in the Derby. It's like, how do you want him when Forte just beat him? He's beat him twice, you know, the last two races. But, you know, if you any argument you want to make for why you don't like Forte is the same argument you make for why you don't like Mage, only he's been getting beat by Forte. Mage keeps coming out of it too. He keeps missing the break. I mean, to me at this point, it's a, it's a situation where it's not like, oh, well, he usually breaks better. You know, he, he's got an issue with the breaking situation Mage does. And that's not going to have, you know, he, he does that in the Kentucky Derby. It's game over. I don't feel like he's one you want uh, to win the Kentucky Derby. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I, I feel like everybody's like, well, he's, get, he's getting better. He's improving. And it's all true. But again, if he can't break, if he, if he's going to get that far back, you're not, you're just not, you're not going to win with him in the Derby. You're just not, it's just going to be really, really tough. I think he is one you kind of want to look at after the Derby. If he's not totally you know, kind of used up. Uh, that's not a great way to say it, but Hey, it's really tough what they're asking him to do. If, if he's, if he's still, you know, doing decent, I think after the Derby he makes sense, but yeah, for the Derby, I'd be a little bit surprised about him. And also if he was going to beat Forte, wouldn't it have been in that race after he made that move and he's ahead of him in the stretch like that to me, that was his time and he lost it. Uh, it was everything could have gone you know, he draws outside. He had, he'd obviously got past, uh, you know, got a little bit of a traffic issue where Mage was able to kind of get the first jump on him. If you're ever going to beat him, like, I agree, that was it. Um, I, I do think as we sit here a month out, we are a month actually, was it? I think exactly a month away from the Kentucky Derby today. Um, as I sit, like, I feel like the idea of playing a, which was a John White special, the back, back wheel exacta, where you play like a bunch of horses or all the horses or the long shots or whoever you're thinking on in top and then Forte second, because you just kind of have a feeling that he's one, definitely going to give it a run because that's what he is. I mean, he's very true horse, but is he going to be able to, is, is a horse going to jump up and beat him late in the race? That kind of feels, um, I don't know. As I sit here today, that's kind of where I'm leaning. He's the most logical. He he reminds me so much of, of, uh, epicenter last year where it's like yeah I, I should probably pick epicenter but it's it really doesn't feel sexy to do so like i just don't know that he's good enough but at the same time he's been nothing but solid and epicenter i mean probably should have won right mm-hmm. i mean he could have for sure and he ran it he ran a winning type of race he didn't win obviously but yeah he he did show up and run really well he did check all those boxes and we said it leading up last year's like he checks all the bosses, somebody will beat him. He checked all the boxes, somebody beat him, right? And Forte, you know, he's got a little bit, well, not a little bit, he's got a lot stronger resume, all those grade ones. But, you know, Epicenter kind of had a little bit better of a running style, a little bit more versatile, um, you know, could go win on the lead, could come off of it. So it did, you, you did kind of have that in, in his favor where Forte, you know, he can win the Derby how he's running, but it's not the absolute ideal situation for him either. So it's it'll be interesting, man. It'll be really interesting to see what happens. He 
it's an odd thing. He's he's really not done anything wrong as far as he's winning races, grade one races at that. But you just in your back of your mind, you're like, that's not let's that's not like an elite performance we're seeing from him. Right. And you know, to be noted, John mentioned in his article this week that uh he did pick up a strike, you know, which is a very important strike in John's opinion from this Derby strike system, that category three, where you, you know, you need to be uh, in first or second in, in uh, the, at the eighth pole. And he wasn't in that race, you know, now granted he was very close. Um, but I think the bigger picture is true where it's like, he can't continue to run these kind of races forte. That is without thinking he's not going to have some sort of traffic where he's going to get just enough to get beat. You know, my dad kind of had a theory on that and it made a little bit of sense. He's like, I don't think he was really thinking Mays was just going to fly by him. So he kind of was a little more patient with his ride. You know what I mean? Like, so maybe he would have been first or second, uh, you know, at that point, if, if, if he hadn't really been a little bit more patient with his ride, but it is still a point that, that rings. I don't know if, worrisome is it might be a little strong but it's it's definitely it's definitely something to take into consideration on something that could be a little scary yeah and uh you know we'll talk about it obviously going from here um but you know it does open the door for you know if you think if you've been saying hey i think king's barnes is the best or i think for uh tap tap trice is the best out of these todd clutchers well we're gonna find out this weekend you know we kind of we've been saying it all along you know king's barnes was in the in the lead. He was in the clubhouse, and then Forte came and made his thing. Now he's in the lead. Can Tapatrice make his case this weekend in the bluegrass to say, no, I'm actually the best Fletcher horse? It'll be very interesting how these horses are bet in the Kentucky Derby. You know, now we've got two out of the three. It's very possible three out of the three coming in to the Derby at, with, with their final preps being wins. Um, two out of the three regardless. So it does make it very interesting how you're going to bet these horses because i do believe forte is going to be smoked on, on the betting you know he, he he's not going to offer any value no and that that's the biggest problem if, if, if we're talking about even eight to one you're like well sure but when you're going to lay a price of two to one five to two in this race you better be sure and i i always think in my mind of the justifies and the american pharaohs and how we felt going into those Versus how I feel currently about Forte and even Epicenter last year, right? And it just, it worries me a bit for sure. It And maybe worry is not the right word. It's just like, it makes me think just a bit like, uh, are you really that confident to lay yeah. that kind of price? I I don't know that I don't think he's a monster truth exposed, but I am leaning a little more that way. Like I think Kings Barnes is he's a horse that I like going into the Derby just because I think he's so one. I think a lot of people are overlooking like, Oh, that was a slow pace. And, you know, and like kind of, you know, a little bit putting that aside, but I do think he's so versatile. I think he, uh, we haven't even touched the bottom of him. And I think those are important factors that he's going to be able to be positioned in a good spot in the Kentucky Derby. And I really think he's going to run a big race and we haven't seen the best race. And I, it's like the Pletcher progression. Um, and let's be honest, like Louisiana Derby didn't take a bunch out of him. You know, he just cruised around there. So I do think he's one uh, that's going to, as far as value, you know, we'll see what Tabby Trice does this weekend, but I do think he's going to offer a ton of value um, in the Kentucky Derby. He's one. I, I have trouble figuring out what to do with him, I guess is the best way to put it. And I, 
I don't really disagree with any comments made. I'm just really like, I don't know. Cause it's like, is he, does he have enough foundation, you know? And he hasn't really faced the best of the best, but is there a best of the best? You know what I mean? And so it's, it, there are a lot of different things. Um, you know, I'm with you. I, I I think he could be the the one. And and I do like that he's been able to, he's kind of like epicenter in a way. He's, he's one on the lead. He's one from out of it. Yeah. That's being versatile is not a bad thing when you get to Kentucky. Well, and it, and I the for the reasons you kind of were against him in the uh, Louisiana Derby, it I think has opened I mean, I was I I picked him, but it's even further opened my eyes, you know, because like you kind of, the reason you were against him is like, well, what has he done? You know, he has he got yeah. so untested, he's got so many you know, this is a huge you know, spot for him. Well, he passed with flying colors and yet we, and then at the same time, we still didn't quite really find anything out about him either. It feels like. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the issue, but I do think that creates value. I do think that means we don't know what the bottom is for him yet. And when you're looking at say five to two, two to one, whatever you think you're going to get on Forte versus eight to one, you know, somewhere in there with Kings Barnes. I, I think that is just extreme value. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see who Pratt chooses as well. You know, that'll be another interesting thing um, because he's got a couple of good ones. So with Angel Empire and of course, Kings Barnes. So that'll tell us a lot as well. Um, Who would you take? Well, and not to mention if, if say go rock or ride goes gate to wire this weekend and and looks amazing. There's another one in the air and he loves Mandela. So there's another, I don't know. If you if let's just say if Go Rocker Ride wins this weekend, because that's it would he would have, for him to be in the conversation, that's I think Pratt would have to do. I think it'd be Kings Barnes. We should probably talk about the San Diego Derby because <laughs> before we go on with this. <laughs> okay. All right. This weekend, huge show. We're gonna preview the final three major uh 2023 Kentucky Derby prep races running this weekend in Keeneland, Santina Park, and Aqueduct, the one million one million dollar Toyota Bluegrass, your boys, Aaron. And myself will be there live watching that one. The $750,000 Run Happy Santini Derby and the $750,000 Wood Memorial Stakes. Let's go. Hey, don't think I'm not seeing the chats, guys. I know. I Listen, I've got a weekend that in the Fantasy League, I, I, I have 105 potential points because Corona Bolt runs tomorrow, which is, you know, but it's, you know, just get five points for the win. So 105 points that are a possible. Is it going to be 10? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's it, I, I really do feel like it could be 105. It could be 10. I, I it, it It's a, you know, I've got two, well, the favorite and probably the second choice of the San Cena Derby, two legit horses. But, uh, yeah, I just definitely don't feel like either one of them are a lock um, to win. And, obviously, Corona Bolt in there with Jazzy tomorrow in that race is going to be nuts. So, I don't know if he can get that done. But, yeah, lots. Uh, I ha- I, I've, I've put – it's almost like I've won the league a time or two, Halterman. You know, I've put myself in the position. Now they just got to go out there and run. I think you're going to have a big weekend. I don't know how big, but I think you're going to have a big weekend. I mean, obviously, like, 50 would be the minimum, I would think. At least, like, that to me, that's like, if it's less than 50, that's a, I mean, it's a disappointing weekend. I would totally agree. Over, under 50. If it's over, good. If it's under, bad. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Because either way, you know, if it's 50, that means I basically got two horses in the derby, mm-hmm. you know um are they like killers you know if they're you know probably not but 
obviously the potential that is there. Um, it's got to go out there, you know, got to go out there and uh, do it. We'll, we'll get to it. Yep. Um, let's see. Let's do. What do you want to do? You want to go? Let's go to the bluegrass. Okay. We're going to be there. The weather won't be snowing this time this year. Thank goodness. It's going to be great. Yeah. Last year we were there for the uh, bluegrass, our first bluegrass, and uh, <laughs> it was literally snowing. The morning we woke up and we were like, holy, I mean, it was like a blizzard. I mean, it wasn't a blizzard, but it looked like a blizzard. It's snowing so hard. And yeah. uh, we're like, oh, great. The bluegrass is running today. So we got to that track. Uh, I've never been so cold at a racetrack. It was frigid. We stayed inside for a lot. It was of awful. Horrible day. <laughs> got, hey, we got to see, uh, who was that? Zandon? Yeah. Yeah. And they're off in the Great One Toyota Bluegrass Stake. Keelan has returned and uh, starts actually tomorrow on Friday for the opening day of the spring meet. At Keelan cannot wait for that. But Saturday, race nine, the Toyota Bluegrass Stakes, Grade One at Keelan, million dollars back to a Grade One Halterman for three-year-old going a mile and an eight, uh, hundred points for the winner, 140, 30, 20, 10. Of course, one of the final Derby preps of the season in a field of eleven. Shows up here, your five to two morning line favorite, the one horse, tap it trice for Pletcher, Saez back aboard, verifying looks to uh, make the upset here for Brad Cox and Tgaff. You got six to one on Blazing Sevens for Chad Brown and Ira Ortiz. Of course, they uh, Chad Brown won this race last year, and nine to two on uh, Ray's Kane, a horse that we thought maybe might run in the Wood Memorial, decided to run here. Um, for Colebrook, Rosario, Colebrook could have a big day. Uh, I feel like oh, there's a lot of runners he's got, I feel like, that that have a shot. 9-2 on Ray's Kane. All right, Halterman, uh, uh, Trice. He's obviously, I believe, second choice um, as far as individual horses goes in the latest future wager behind. Of course, we just talked about Forte, Trice. So, really, he's got a huge target on him. We know how he likes to run. What do you, how are you looking at him here? Is it a wait and are you still on the wait and see, or do you think he can get it done? Tried to beat him. Wouldn't be surprised if he wins. Um, it, it's just a situation where I, I don't know what they'll really try to do with him. I think you've got to try to get him a little bit closer. Drawing the rail kind of makes it a little bit more complicated if that's what they're going to try to do. If they drop him back, it doesn't really matter. Um, and maybe since they drew the rail, they'll just drop him back. So I, I thought this was a shot to try to take a little bit of a shot against him. I, I thought he had a good shot to win this thing. I had him on top for a while. I put verifying on top here, the three horse. Brad Cox gets Tyler Gaffleone aboard. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, they've only, you know, uh, Gaffleone's only rode for Cox 20 times. 25% of those won, 65% of those hit the board. So I like the jockey change. I like the trip that I project for this horse. To me, you draw inside of almost all the speed. Well, you do draw inside of all the speed. Send him, get him to the front. Keeneland usually speed plays well. I think verifying will be the one that Tapa Trice is going to have to come get. I'm a little worried Tapa Trice will be a little bit too far behind to go get him. So I went verifying on top uh, the three horse here. I'm not thrilled with anything in this race but i do think verifying is going to get it done yeah it's uh i do feel the same in terms of well for one like 
people want to say and it's true like that this track and, and obviously it's like oh you know you can't, like this track like no way tap tries to get it done well they said that about tampa we also saw a horse will go from last place and win the thing last year in this race so i get it but it's like it can happen it's not like it's this it's crazy like you know scratch him off because he can't get it done listen i just have this feeling that that verify i agree with what you said i do think verifying is going to be the one that i feel the most confident in catching or having you know they need to catch like these yeah. some of these closers but i think he's going to you know and so i i do i just don't know that he's quite good enough to hold off and maybe you know i i'm playing defensively a little bit yes i will be using tapatrice yes he's my top pick but i am playing defensively there's a few other horses in here that i like um, in terms of closing that are big prices, there's some pace in here. I do think Major Blue for D. Wayne is going to make sure this thing goes. Verifying is going to be forwardly placed. I do think there's enough pace in here where we're going to see some of these horses come flying late. Listen, Tapatrice is going to have to show something a little more than last time. He can't do what he did in the Tampa Bay. If he does, he's a super horse. He can't do what he did last time and then round up, you know, circle the field basically and get going late because if it's, it's you know classic car watch is in here but verifying i mean if it's even if it's not him verifying blazing sevens i mean sun thunder you know you make a case for a bunch of these horses these aren't classic car watch he's gonna have maybe he can chase down most of them but can he chase down all of them so draws the rail not an issue i think he's just gonna sit a pocket trip and see I, he's gotta get closer here than than he was last time out and i think that's a big key and you you mentioned classic car wash and it's like and maybe this is the wrong opinion. You have wrong opinions all the time when you handicap, but I, I didn't even consider classic car wash a threat in this race. No. And it's like, yeah, Tapatrice beat him, and now we're here, and it's like, I don't think he's going to win, you know, So, uh, or, or hit the board. So, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I, I wanted to pick Tapatrice, but I just kind of thought, you know, if he wins this race, he's going to be a short price, and – He's going to prove a lot by winning here. And then you can play him next time when he'll be a little bit of a bigger price. So I thought I'd go against him at least to win in this spot and try to go with somebody else, uh, especially with a horse that I just think's got the advantage. Um, you mentioned the nine major blue. If he goes wild, the one thing about verifying, I think he'll sit off okay. He's proven he can do that in the past. So if the nine does get a little funky, Maybe the three just kind of sits right off there. Uh, I could see it happening, though. I, I think you're right. The nine's the other speed in the race. Uh, I I almost did something really crazy. What about the 11 Mendelssohn's March? Well, he is my uh, he's in my top three. So yeah, I, I think. Listen, that that race last time out was way impressive at Oakland. You know. Broke his maiden that day, uh, or I, I'm sorry, he did. Well, technically, he finished first for the first time. He was DQ'd, uh, or he got placed up on first for some, yeah. but finished first for the first time. And he had all kinds of traffic. It was a shitty track. Had to like squeeze in around horses. Got a ton of education out of the race. You know one thing: this horse will be flying late. I, I, I and honestly, I told you I was getting a little weird with one of these horses, maybe beating verifying, catching verifying. I may or may not be using the 11. I kind of think this is the McPeak you want, right? Like, I think people will go for Sun Thunder. 
No, I think you want Middleton's March. I think he's going to be a great price. We talk about McPeak with a price all the time. This one just kind of feels like that weird one that's going to jump up and run well. Um, I really think uh, this horse at 20 to 1 makes sense, at least underneath. Maybe can't get up and get the job done, but he's going to close. And, and we've seen it. Like you said, he closed really well last time out at Oakland Park. You know, Tapatrice, Sun Thunder, Mendelssohn's March. Those are your three dead closers in this race. They've got a very good turn of foot late. And so those are the three that are going to be coming, and it's just going to be okay. Verifying, can he hold on a little bit? Um, it, it's interesting. I think, like you said, there are a couple of horses that have speed, but I, I kind of think they're cheap. And I think the horses that aren't cheap in the race all come from out of it, and that's why I kept going back to Verifying. Um. I I will be I will be playing uh, Sun Thunder Major Blue exactly because those are the two horses the boys picked, um, <laughs> so I will be playing that to kind of get defense there. I, honestly, I, at first I was like you, I kind of I leaned towards Sun Thunder, and then just for obvious reasons, you know, it's ran in three straight stakes, and obviously, you know, but then I was like, you know, he just ran the Louisiana Derby, and I granted I thought he ran considering there was no pace in the race, like he closed somewhat, um, but. It's just this to me just feels like a desperation play here. Just feels like, hey, let's get it. We're trying to get points to get in the derby. Let's run him one more time. I think he's going to be tired. I don't believe he's going to be able to get it done. And I mean, listen, I I don't know about the the LASIK situation, McPeak off the LASIK, like whatever. Um, not that doesn't really concern me too much, but I do think we need to get the inside scoop. Curtis, as you have you talked to Tapatrice? Did he tell you he does not like to be inside of horses? So I'm interested to know where you got, like, I, that's exclusive information right there. But if he doesn't, then he's screwed. Well, with the rail draw, he did win with the rail draw in an allowance race at uh, at Gulfstream. So there is that. For me, it's more of like, I wanted him to sit mid-pack, and I don't know that drawing the rail that he's going to be able to do that because he doesn't break well. That part we've seen. If you don't break well from the rail, you're going to get shuffled back. That's That's kind of my worry it's like i i was hoping he would get a little bit different trip um or at least they would try it from the rail i unless they can get him out of the gate better i i don't know that it's going to happen but you know what when the gates open none of y'all including me and including jared have any fucking clue what these horses are going to do when they come out of it did y'all think mage was going to be dead last last week and rally and almost win no so i don't really worry about it when the gates I open anybody can have a bad trip Right. I try whenever it comes to these kind of races, I, you know, granted, if it's like a allowance race, claiming race, uh, whatever, it's like, yeah, I mean, I will, I will put a little more weight into those situations because I, I think they're more equally. But when it comes to these kind of races, to me, it's like if Tabitha Trice is good enough, they're going to find out, work a trip out. You know, mm -hmm. I, there's enough closers in the race, um, dead closers in the race like him, that if he can have any speed whatsoever, I do think Luis can kind of get him out at some point and you know like i feel like pletcher's kind of you know he's probably gonna say ride him like he's the best horse in the race right mm -hmm. and so if he is a wide if it's a wide trip if it's inside and then he ducks out whatever it is like i think he louis size is gonna ride him like he is the winner of the race and so i don't necessarily it, plus i mean come on like size pletcher i i don't really <laughs> not too concerned about um the the trip getting him beat especially a horse that like you said, like out of the gate, like I think they're going to work out, you know, like you can't dream. Like, okay. You're telling me like if he draws post eight, 
he's like dramatically better. He's not going to break anyways. Pretty much my thought on him. Yeah. I, I guess my thinking was, gosh, try to get him out of this gate. And I think at the eight hole, it wouldn't be as hard to negotiate it. Right. You know, he, he probably would be uh, out there. He's kind of a bigger horse and he wouldn't, he wouldn't have to break just real sharp to get him in position. We're from the rail. You just gonna, you're going to have to get out of there. You're going to have to leave quick. And if he doesn't listen, when you draw the rail, you got two, two options, rush him out of there and get him in position. Or if they break poorly, you got to bring him back, make one run. All right. So You've got three verified, and I've got one tap of trice. I think we're both in agreement that you really can go either way there. But as far as moving forward, are you in the agreement that it really is like, okay, tap of trice needs to win here, and he legit could be a potential, like, I might pick him to win the Kentucky Derby. But anyone else, you kind of feel like, even if it's verifying, like, do you really think he can win and have confidence picking him? It definitely feels like it's like, okay, you got this tap of trice and, and he's going to show himself or not. And if he doesn't, I, I agree with you. The rest of these horses, I, I don't think they're derby winners. No. Um, and, and I'm not sure even if tap of trice wins, if he is, I, I think it depends on how he does it. Right. Um, you know, does he sit three links off and then win? If, if, if that, then maybe, you know, does he break a lot better? Um those are just things, right? He's going to have to be a little bit better, even if he wins, uh, for me to play him in the Derby. But yeah, it does kind of feel like he's the one. And then it's going to take somebody else to really run that huge, huge race. So, okay. Two horses that I want to mention because I, I am intrigued by, well, definitely one of them, but, uh, where are you at with Ray's King? I, I mean, this is a horse that dominated the Gotham looked awesome that day, but that was on a muddy track. He definitely, looked like he enjoyed the muddy track having said that he's ran at keeneland before he has a win at keeneland he's ran well at keeneland you kind of feel like maybe with a pace situation maybe he could come up and pick some pieces pick up some of the pieces he's already in the derby where are you at with him i begrudgingly didn't have him on tickets here i i I don't think he's quite good enough I, i don't think he is awful, but I really think it was just a, he, he took advantage of the perfect, perfect, perfect pace and the perfect track for him last time out. I don't think he's quite up to this level. I, I don't think we'll see a meltdown. So I did not play number 10 race Kane. Tell us what you really think there, Dennis. I, okay. Dennis, I got one for you. I think you might like this one. How about the six old Scooby Scooby Quando? This horse making his, Dirt debut for Colebrook. I mentioned Colebrook earlier. Could have a big day. He has ran second back-to-back races, um, including last time out in the Battaglia, two congruent. This is a horse that another one seemingly wants to go long and seemingly will be a victim or a benefactor of the pace situation. Had a nice workout at Keeneland last time. I know you love workouts, Halterman. So thoughts on the old scoopster? He's not for me. I, I don't think he'll make much of an impact in here. He's not one I'm going to play. Uh, you know, he, he has three good races over the synthetic there at a uh, Turfway. Would have loved to see him in the Jeff Ruby, obviously, you know, entered in scratch or so something happened there, but um, no, he's, he's not one for me. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take a wait and see approach on old Scooby. I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm playing Scooby. I like Scooby underneath. And, and I, I think, uh, that, whoa, you hate, 
you hated that one. Um, no, I, I just think he's a horse that if, if this thing melts down, I think he's one of the better kind of late closers. I like the way he was closing the Batagula, getting long, going longer here. And that workout last time out showed me that maybe he does like going on the dirt. It won't be too bad of a situation. So again, Colebrook, I think that might have a nice one here. Uh, not saying they, I don't necessarily think he can win, but if he does, I will have him um, on some tickets. You believe that? So, I, and plus, I, when I mentioned the names of the horses, like the boys were like, "Scooby!" <laughs> like, all right. And honestly, well, it's fun. more times than not, that <laughs> they usually run well. I I feel like he's in a race with a lot of good closers, right? Like sometimes, like Ray's Kane, you're the only closer in a race. <laughs> And it's like, oh, you can take advantage of it. Here, if it melts down, yeah, it's gonna he's gonna have a shot, a better shot. But gosh, there's a lot of good closers in this race, and so that's why I kind of had a hard time with him. Yeah, I I agree with you. I, I do think it's one of those cases where where I'm the way I kind of looked at it, and you can you know once I kind of confirm up my picks in the betting bible, um, you all can see it. But it's like I, I kind of I have this feeling that Verifying is gonna run a really good race, but gonna get nailed. And now it's like, who's going to nail him late? Is it Tappet Trice? Is it, uh, you know, is it the 11? You know, Mendelssohn's March? Is, is it Scooby? You know, is, who's one, I just feel like one of these good closers is going to be able to get the job done. Um, so that's kind of like the angle I'm taking on the race. But yeah, I, I, I agree. He will have to improve. Um, and maybe he will. Um, all right. You and I both on uh you i've got tapatrice you've got i tried to get you to pick tapatrice with me i you've got number three verifying for the bluegrass yeah that's the thing about scooby like you know in in his debut and really is the next start he was closer to the to the pace um than especially especially than he was in the battaglia so it'd be interesting to see how they kind of use him in this race i the, i like these kind of horses just because he has shown a have ability um, and he's also unproven, right, on the dirt. So I just you kind of have that unknown factor. Good trainer who likes to who can pull off upsets. So I think that's there's some interesting angles there. Yep. It, it, I mean, as an underneath play, makes a ton of sense. He's definitely the one out of a lot of these. Uh, you know, like he like race race Kane is nine to two, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one that could upset, or as far as underneath for sure, to you know juice up some sort of exactas, tries, whatever um, that most people won't be using. And they're off in the run happy Santa Anita Derby. Let's go to Santa Anita for race six, the run happy Santa Anita Derby, Grade One, uh, worth seven hundred fifty k for three year olds, going a mile and an eighth, field of nine. Uh, no Cave Rock. We thought Cave Rock might show up in this race. Did not sounds like might be a minute before we ever see him. If we do see him again, um, listen, this kind of looks like the San Felipe, right? It kind of feels like we've seen this race before. Eight to five on the five, practical move, go rocket ride. The second plus one two finishers of that San Felipe at three to one. How about your one two three finishers? Skinner at four to one. I guess this quote unquote new shooter, National Treasure, who scratched out of the San Felipe. Kind of been wondering where he's going to show back up. He shows up here for Yakteen. Um, at three to one, this to me, and we mentioned it in the opening is the race. This is the race that I do feel the strongest about whoever wins. I would have to take a very long look at potentially making that my pick for the Kentucky Derby. I do think this race is loaded. I I think several in here are eligible to improve. 
which makes the race very interesting. Go rocket ride, practical move. Can the he kind of turn the tables? Go rocket ride, turn the tables here. I think he can, and I think the Cave Rock not entering here really makes Go Rocket Ride very, very dangerous. Uh, you know, quickly on Cave Rock, he missed a workout two weeks ago. You don't miss workouts and then enter the San Diego Derby or any of these. You don't, period, ever. Don't care what anybody tells you. You can't miss works. You have to be at your top of your game to enter this. So anyway, with uh, Go Rocket Ride, with Cave Rock not here, I don't see any other horse as talented as him early in the race. I think this horse is going to get out in front. I think he's going to get a much better trip as far as, I don't think he got a bad trip last time out in the San Felipe, but as far as his absolute perfect preferred trip, he's got a really good shot to get it in, in, in the Santa Anita Derby. He kind of had to chase Hajazi around last time. Hajazi's now in a sprint tomorrow at Keeneland. Exactly. Yeah. And that shows you the kind of the kind of speed that it takes to get ahead of Go Rocket Ride. And he wasn't ahead of him by very much, but he was ahead of him. Go Rocket Ride's a speed here. I don't think you'll get pressured much. I think practical moves got to come get him. I think that's the race. I really think this is a two-horse race. Hey, I understand it. If you love National Treasure, you love Skinner, you think they're going to get better, I'm not telling you, hey, don't play him. I think you're dumb for it. No, not at all. For me, it's a two-horse race between the three and the five. I still think the five practical moves going to go get him at the end. I think the experience is going to matter. I think go rocket ride is just a little bit behind as from an experience standpoint. That's why I couldn't get there. Not going to be shocked though. If go rocket ride wins, I think they turn for home rockets a length or two ahead and practical moves coming to get him. And at that point, at least for me, the way I see the race shaping up, just a matter of who you think is going to outkick who from that point on. Yeah, I really do think it's a situation, and you said it perfectly, I thought, with because I'm the same way, like, Hijazi, like, I think that was ultra, I mean, man, mind you, he's making his first start out of a maiden special weight, great go rocket ride, he's getting tons of pressure, having to run with Hijazi, who, by the way, is super fast, and like, I think he's got a legit shot to set the track on fire tomorrow with Corona Bolt in there as well, in that Lafayette, um, and then he stays on, like, I love the fact that he stayed on. When I looked at Go Rock a Ride and Practical Move, I, I maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I've been wrong like twice ever. But right. I, um, <laughs> the horse that to me is most eligible to run the best race of their of their career is the three Go Rock a Ride. Like mm-hmm. he is on the improve. He's only making his third start. Practical Move like ran it went from an 88 buyer to 100 buyer last time out. Can he do that again? Can he do a hundred buyer plus? Which I think is why probably what's going to take to win this thing again. Because I do believe Go Rocket Ride is going to run a nice race and improve off that ninety six last time out. I I'm with you. I, I think that the pace situation. Listen, if you're Mandela and you're Pratt, I think you just say go, like just go and don't met like National Treasure can't keep up with you. None of these horses can keep up with you. Try to get as much distance between you. And the five, when you hit the top of the stretch, and basically from there, just hope that you can hang on and keep the five at bay. That, to me, is what the uh, the name of the game here. I think the three is going to be really tough. I think you're right. I think you just kind of – you got to try to get away from them as much as you can without totally just going nuts. And you shouldn't have trouble. I think that you mentioned National Treasure, and I think that's the one that – could bother him a little bit, but I just think Go Rocket Ride's naturally a little bit faster. I think for National Treasure to keep up with him stride for stride early 
you'd have to be ridden. And I don't think they're going to do that. Why would you, you know, try to ride your horse here? There's really no reason for it. So, and you're also, you're trying to get to the Derby. If you're national treasure, you need to hit the board here. You don't, you don't need to go on some kind of suicide mission. So I, 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 I went back and forth on this one again, between these two, I just think practical move might barely be a little bit ahead of him right now. But I think Go Rocket Ride is one you really need to watch. And I'm with you. I was really impressed with his last race. I thought he was in a lot of trouble. He turned for home and he kept going. And, you know, he wasn't gaining on practical move. But once practical move got a couple ahead, he didn't really extend that lead on him much. Was showing you he was running with him, sort of. Like not next to him, but the same kind of speed once he got past him. Um, The other big thing for me, I hate practical moves pedigree from a distance standpoint. My God, when you watch his gallop out, it looks like no. he could have went a mile and a half in that last race. And that was the be- the biggest thing I kept going back to. It's like, God, if he runs that race again, I'm just not sure even Go Rocket Ride's best race can beat him. And that's why I thought I've, I've got a lean practical move here. But again, I can't argue anybody want to take a shot with this three. I, I think the trip's going to be there. I think he's going to be tough. The one question I do have back to like, you know, it's kind of, it makes you wonder if Yak is going to, make try to make things this thing set up as much as he can for practical move and that means national treasure try to put pressure on go rocket ride you know try to do the hajazi trip um here that to me is the concern i don't think he's able to do it but i think that might be some of the tactics here trying to trying to kind of keep go rocket ride at bay but listen i'm with you that's why i feel like this race is so important because while I am picking Go Rocket Ride uh, to win, I think obviously Practical Move could very much win this race, do the same thing he's been doing. And th- I think the bar is so high in this race that whoever wins here, if it's National Treasure, or I mean, if it's Practical Move and he does his thing, well, shit. I mean, it's like, like I said earlier, like I can't only, you know, be against this horse for so long. Um, and if it's, if it's Go Rocket Ride and he flashes and looks really good, then he becomes a serious player, right? And so to me, it's not like, I feel like for either one of those horses to win, they're going to have to run a really big race. And that to me is going to have opened the door for moving down the road of how these horses could win the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you hundred percent. And, and that's, that's just it. Like, you know, some of these other races, you've got one or two. It's like, okay, if you can beat them, you're going to, you're going to be fine. And, and you may not have to totally exert yourself here. You're gonna have to run a really good race to win. I think this is the deepest, uh, deepest field of them all this weekend, and possibly for the whole time, right? I, I mean, I thought the San Felipe was a pretty dang strong race the week they ran it. I think the San Diego Derby comes back just as strong. And think if they if they did get Cave Rock, holy hell, this would be this would would be unbelievable. But still, even with it, I I really think good good race. So Skinner, I know you've mentioned a little bit about Skinner, but obviously your third place finisher of the Santina Derby sheriffs. I mean, it, we've seen sheriffs do this with some of his horses before where, you know, especially winning this race that it's like, maybe they don't look good enough. And then boom, he pops like this horse didn't improve enough last time out in San Felipe for me to get too excited about him. But at the same time, if go rocket ride, falters or doesn't you know gets tired or whatever and for whatever reason practical move doesn't fire well to me skinner is gonna be there because he just keeps coming every time i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of 
if, ands, and buts to go with that. <laughs> but if it happens, I mean, he's the most logical horse, right? Yeah, I, I definitely feel like it, it, he's going to need a pace meltdown that, that I don't think is going to happen, and he's going to need practical move not to fire. If those two things happen, I do think Skinner can get up and win it. But past that, I, 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 I just think he's kind of a second or third type of horse. Um, you kind of know what he's going to do. So he just kind of needs other ones not to really run their best or it needs a pace collapse, you know? So don't hate him as far as, you know, you're going to play him on a ticket, uh, exact to try underneath. I, I couldn't really make a case for him to win this one. Yeah. How about to Curtis's point? Not only do you have a horse in here with low expectations, you got the one, I don't get it. So it's like, <laughs> how about naming your horse? I don't get it. And low expectations. Just it's like, it's like basically putting, it's like when you name your kid like a terrible name, like you gave that kid no chance in life. Pretty much. It's like if you name your kid Butch or something, <laughs> if your kid, if you name your kid Butch this day and age, it's like what what did you think he would turn into? <laughs> what I'm, if you name a what if you name a horse Husker Butch? Well, he's a horse. So maybe he's okay. But he's not a human. That's my point. Husker Butch is not the greatest of names either. No, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah. Uh, to be fair, uh, I don't. He's got claimer written all over him. Well, to be fair, he is a claimer. So. <laughs> See, there you go. It's perfect. Uh, you're not. You're. You're not running in derby preps with him. So there you go. Right. Um, no, listen. Go rocket ride for me. Practical move. I'm going to be playing this exact. Uh, I'm feeling just trying to decide how I want to play it. I think you're going going to get because. To me, you're going to get the best race at a go rocket ride here, and it's just going to be a matter of if he can hold off practical move, and and uh, we're going to you know kind of let that play out, and that's going to tell us a lot of the answers of how how you think of these horses moving forward. Either way, this goes, Halterman. Is this enough? Would it be enough for you to shift off a of forte? Yes. Interesting. And by the way. Everyone keeps talking about the speed or lack thereof uh, in the Kentucky Derby. Go Rocket Ride could inject a whole lot of speed into that race. Could. Definitely could. Uh, he, he is, I mean, I don't think there is a lack of speed. I think there's a couple in there, like a Kings Barnes is at least going to be up towards the front. This horse could inject speed into it. You know, who knows what the Japanese runner is going to do. I think, I think it'll be enough. I think there'll be enough speed. I don't think it'll be like a turtle light pace. All right, I've got number three, Go Rocket Ride. You've got number five, Practical Move. It looks like it's going to be a hell of a race in the Santinita Derby. They're off in the Wood Memorial. All right, let's head to Aqueduct for the last Derby prep. Race 11, the Wood Memorial Stakes, grade two, 750K for three girls going to mile and eighth, another 140, 30, 20, 10 race. Uh, <laughs> but okay, you kind of you kind of preface this in the, in the opening, and it, it's a fun race. Man, like I do, how how do you have any sort of good feeling about this one? Thirteen horses, thirteen horse hit show is your five to two favorite, and clearly to me is the standout horse. But he draws the thirteen. We haven't seen him in forever. There's a lot. There's a lot of things against him to try to. I mean, to upset. On the flip side, you'd be like, well, this field's crap, and you know he's not going to have to do a whole lot in order to win. How are you feeling about hit show here? Oh boy. I, I, I went back and forth on this one for a while. Um, I think hit show is the, is the better of the two Cox horses, but obviously the draw is not great, but he's probably just going to drop out of it anyway, kind of. Right. So is it really that bad of a post for him? I'm not sure. 
Um, he might get hung wide on that first turn, but he's always wide on the second turn. Uh, Slip Mahoney, the other Cox, thought about him for a while. I don't know. I couldn't quite get all the way there. I put him on the board, but not not to win. Uh, Dreamlike and Classic Catch, two Pletcher horses I'm pretty interested in. Uh, Dreamlike, though, shit. I mean, he got beat by a horse that took no money at Gulfstream that day. I don't know if he really is that good or not. I couldn't figure it out. Talk myself into circles. I'll go all the way. I'm going to go hit show the 13. I don't love it, but who am I going to pick in this race that I will love? That's the thing. Dude, it's, yeah. I, I, I Dreamlike for me is uh, way way interesting. Um, I almost, almost claimed the horse this week just because I thought, you know, I don't know who can win this thing. Um, but it's like, you know, he does like, he's a mate. First of all, he's a maiden. Let's very, very, very clear about that. Now, if anybody could do it, it's Todd Fletcher. He's done it. Mm-hmm. Um, winning a race like this with a maiden. And it definitely has the problem, you know, to me, it's definitely, um, the kind of race that a maiden could win. Right. Cause it's not exactly the strongest of field. I do think that he show he's getting better with each race, but for him to win and certainly seven to two, it's like, ugh, no thanks on that. Like, give me like 10 to one easily. Um, yeah. listen, I, I didn't, I, I, I get it, but to me, hit shows is, this is better than everyone in here. And I don't never really care about the, the draw. Cause I just think this is a garbage field. I think hit show is a pretty damn good horse. And, uh, he ran in a mile and eighth in the withers looked good that day. One by five, uh, beat a lot of the horses that are in here there's some you know other garbage they've thrown in here i I just don't necessarily see this race being totally different than the withers yeah i i I think you're right and i went back and watched that withers and it's like he was way the best like way way the best and you look at it's like okay cox got franco to ride here and dylan davis is on slip mahoney well that's no really disrespect to dylan i like him but I mean, Franco's the guy that he would get on his top one. So where do you like, I don't know, like what, what are you really supposed to do with that? And I'm with you. All the Fletchers have problems, but you know, all these horses have problems. Just give me the hit show and, and go on. I, that's kind of the way I thought about it. I I'm with you. I don't think the post is going to be that bad for him. So let me ask you this. Cause I thought it was inter- like, what do you make of, of Jose's, staying put here at aqueduct i mean i know it's a big card i know he's riding other mounts but uh you know he rode dreamlike last time out staying put riding them again here that's a good sign and to me it's a sign that that is the pletcher that you want out of the race right um and then you go so i do have him as the highest ranked pletcher and then you go okay can they beat the other can he beat some of the other horses i have high ranked and i think the answer is yes like i'm gonna use him um on the pick four and pick five, I, I just, I don't know about him as a win wager. I just, I just couldn't quite get there. Yeah. I'm to me. I, I thought that was very interesting. Cause I kind of like classic catch more going into the race and then kind of seeing, you know, Irad rode him last time, you know, you could, you could definitely see that you could, you could see the situation where his brother takes him out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, classic catch. He gets McCarthy. He's not Pletcher McCarthy is not exactly a combo that 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 tears it up. Um, so to me, I thought I'm with you. 
10 to one on him, especially when you look at the prize for seven to two, that to me, tell, and you know, it's a million dollar horse. The one is mm-hmm. definitely feels like they're throwing some shit everywhere and seeing if one of them sticks. Uh, but Jose picking the, the one here to ride tells you who is the best. Unfortunately you lose the value of them. Yeah, exactly. And he's a maiden. So it's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has not won. And he got beaten by Arthur, Arthur's ride and Empire Strikes Fast. Last right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I will say that Pletcher, at least in the quotes I've been reading and what I've heard is like they've thrown blinkers on him. Apparently he's uh, he's changed the way he's working out <laughs> and he's got blinkers here. He's going to need them, uh, but he w- should be more focused is what uh, is what I heard. Who'd you hear that from? I can't tell you. Oh, okay. The horse? No, it's a, the guy that serves hot dogs at Aqueduct. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, I got number uh, number thirteen. Halton's got number thirteen. Hit show. Uh, real quick, do you think is okay? Because Hit Show could become a wise horse, a wise guy horse. I feel like if he goes and rolls here again, do you agree? Um, yeah. I, I, I do think he he the way he ran last time was pretty good. If he does that again, you're talking about a, guy, a horse that's won two in a row by over five links in Derby prep. So yeah, he'll become a wise guy horse. He's probably not for me, but you say that with saying, well, let's just see what he does here. The, the problem is with all the Cox horses, he ain't gonna send his best one to Aqueduct, you know, and so it's like. I don't know if I can play him because of that, you know? I'm very much with Truth Exposed. I think this is the kind of race you uh, you maybe sit and watch and kind yeah. of uh, gauge uh, after that. But you and I are both on uh, number 13 hit show. Brad Cox looks to have his 10th Kentucky Derby runner. <laughs> Dude, how many horses is he going to have in the Derby? I mean, <laughs> every race you look at, he's got three horses, it feels like. He really, it really feels like a Todd Pletcher-ish type year where when Todd has four or five, six horses yeah. and none of them, you aren't really excited about any of them, you know, and, but he's got them. He's got them there. They're there. Um, and props to, you know, you know, find the right spots for me. It kind of does make you wonder with hit show. Why, you know, why did it take so long? You know, why the, the gaps between, um starts you know he's been very you know different from december all, then waited all the way to february then february now to april you know obviously a horse that's bred well wants to go long we've seen that but you know like you said there's some signs there running it <laughs> running an aqueduct some signs there that don't give you a ton of confidence it's a wee bit worrisome yep <laughs> a wee bit worrisome yeah <laughs> how about i love this question i, I gotta find it now Curtis wants to know, Curtis, you're on a roll today. Where do you think Kroopy performance will finish? I love that reference. Command performance is running tomorrow. There you go. He'll probably yeah. get third. Probably. Is he at Keeneland? No, I think he's at Aqueduct, I want to say. Okay. Let me see. Hold on. Where are you, you dog? Um. Oh, gosh. Better not say that. Let's see. Where the hell is he? Was he today? Oh, he runs today. I got my days mixed up. Uh, does he run in the feature today? I think he does. Yeah, seventh race. There you yep. go. Coming up in about an hour, hour away. Yep. Kruppi is a very good um, 
reference, by the way. Good, yeah. you know, good, good comparison. This is a, a maiden who, you know, you know, command for once at least ran, you know, some bigger stakes races that he, ran, you know, where he's still a maiden but ran okay. But you know, this horse has been made every maiden special weight finish second or third every time, and they run him in the Risen Star. Um, obviously, he's terrible, and uh, it's like, oh, why not? Let's run him again. Love it. Look at this. Well, that would get if calling us clowns will definitely get you drinks. It works for me. I'm easy. Well, we know that. So. <laughs> we thought we kind of thought you were buying with all the, the the salary you make from us. That's true. That's true. Hey, listen. Speaking of um, easy, <laughs> Brandon. No, oh, sorry. No. What do you think? Uh, we're gonna go out Saturday night. I've heard. Okay. Can you do a repeat of what you did last time you were in Lexington? <laughs> and you were out. I hope not. I hope not. I hope so. Well, I am. I'm trying to decide how much I want to say. Um, I, I I do want to. I'd like to see that bar again. In, with yeah, clear no, eyes. we're going to the bar for sure. With clear eyes. Um, not sure I'll see eye. that. Yeah, go ahead. But I also maybe won't have my face in somebody's face so that <laughs> I, could, I could see more that way too so i got a funny story about that i'll have to i'll have to enlighten you on our, our drive or now <laughs> let's say let's just say i actually i actually heard heard from this person recently really so maybe maybe she'll be there i mean that person will be there so i hope and pray Every night before I go to bed, that she's there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go to Staggers for sure. So if you're gonna be in, in, not, in I, is that what it was called? Yeah, Staggers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no idea, no clue whatsoever. So the start, um, like Jared's doing his own thing, uh, but he was there, but not for very long. And then Magic and Samich and I uh, <laughs> stayed and watched the band. Well watched danced yeah it was fun it was a good time oh yeah yeah and i think you um, snuck us with all our friends actually now that i think about it yeah i did yeah which yeah, is very you would think it, it would it, that this wildly uh th that group you know like i'm just some dude just let let it run off some guy i mean just w shitty friends really um i can see why they did it good for it <laughs> Good friends, you've got, I've got good friends, but for them, you know, I could be some, you know, you never know. Yeah. Well, listen, I'll be ready again to be a wingman and uh, take care of the friends while you're off with the other friends. So <laughs> it's, it's why I go on these trips now, not for the racing. Dude, I, I saw, I sobered up so fast after, on that walk when she had to leave and she couldn't find her car. <laughs> Now, I, I'm like, she's like, I don't remember where I parked. I'm like, I cannot help you with this. I, <laughs> I don't know. And then it's one of those situations where you're like, you finally get find the car, and you're like, all right. Yeah. You're like, I don't know you, so like, it's hard for me to be like, you can't be driving. You should not be driving right now. Right. But in my but in my mind, I'm thinking, obviously, you should not be driving. Yeah. But. She zipped off, and just like that, 
can't. She was I gone. Can't. I can't. I can't comment on that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we thought you were di- like we thought you may have you. We thought two things. Well, oh yeah, we thought two things. Dead, which we weren't going to come looking for you until after it closed. But we thought maybe dead, which we would have moved on, but it would have been tough. And or two, you'd went home <laughs> and not to where we were staying. So. <laughs> We were like planning out, okay, you know, we'll get an Uber, not that big a deal. Not hopefully he has a good time, you know. And then Magic, I think, had thought at one point he's like, Well, he could also be dead. I was like, Well, that is a possibility. Either way, we're gonna have to get an Uber home. So I I remember uh, by the way, and this is a, this is what's tricky, Shoddy, is like I, I was to her, I was just some dude, right? And so it's like you I feel like from a man's standpoint, it's hard to be like, give me your keys. I, you know, you can't, it's like, who am I? Some guy, like, I don't want to be that weird dude. That's like grabbing some straight, literally, well, almost strangers keys, not letting them drive. I mean that it's like, and what am I supposed to do? Call the cops over, you know? It, so I felt like, you know, it's a very tough situation. Didn't she only live like a block away? Well, that's what she said, but I really have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> she could have lived. She could live in Louisville, as far as I know. I don't know. That's what she said. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I I had a drink, obviously, when I was walking out, and like, oh, you can't take that out, obviously. So I like yeah. set it down, you know. And I, I I got back, and mind you, I feel like we were gone forever, hours. Yeah. And I get back, and I'm like, my drink's gone. And I was so <laughs> mad that. <laughs> but in my, looking back, I'm thinking, why would you ever want to drink a drink that you just left there for hours? <laughs> like, yeah, it was good times. Flightline oh. one, we were out having fun, we were celebrating. Easy. You oh. know, great story. So, to answer your question, I doubt. I don't know if we can live up to. It's like that. That that peaked that night, maybe. But maybe I'll I'll give it a go. But you know, when there's a will, there's a way. Let me tell you this, okay? okay? If 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 I if if I can get a, a little uh, go rocket ride, tap a trice, action going, you know, I might. There's no telling what I'm gonna do that night if I have that going. So, something to root for, everybody. What do you think about Blazing Sevens? <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it back. Yeah, what do you think of Blazing Sevens' chances, Alterman? I don't know. <laughs> I think they're not that great, but he probably will run better than he did last time. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Like all these other guys are married in the group, and so I just feel like you know, I every once in a while I give them something to to live through. You know, when we go on these go on these trips, so uh, they and they I need to look at me and think, oh, thank God I'm married. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Every time I go home and I go to bed that night, I'm like, good, thank God, you know. Oh, you know, you're welcome. Hey, thanks uh, for the dollar. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm putting that towards my date's drink. Yes. Uh, what? I'll uh, give me like, I'll give me no, don't, not that way. I'm, I'm buy, I'll buy her a drink and I'll pay for a quarter of it. I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know how to take that one. Hey, I can go a lot of different ways. If anybody's getting roofied, it's me, I feel like. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all. All right. What? You ready? We got to get the road, man. We got to hit the road. We got to get 
Lexington so the shit show shit show can begin. All right, it's all the time, time we have. Check us out at racingdudes.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our products page. Get, click the Get Racing Dudes premium button at the menu at racingdudes.com to learn more. Remember that betting Bible is now available um, for the Bluegrass Day, the entire card, 11 races at Keeneland, as well as the two other derby preps, the uh, Wood Memorial and the Santini Derby. Exactly how Halterman and I are going to bet those on top of top four picks for all uh, 13 races of uh, of the day that we're going to cover from the entire team at racingdudes.com, the top four selections. So make sure you go get your hands on that. Halter and I combined for a 64% ROI last week on Florida Derby Day. Uh, I was like 40-something percent. Halter was at 80-something percent. We killed it. Um, hopefully we can keep that trend going and do it again on Saturday. So make sure you go get the betting Bible at racingdudes.com. Remember to check us out at racing underscore dudes, uh, on it's on face on Twitter, on Instagram and Facebook. I'll be tweeting. I'll be uh, Instagram on Instagram. Make sure you follow us. We'll be doing live tweets and that kind of stuff at the track. Who knows what you might see? Who knows? We'll see. Uh, you can find all episodes of blinkers off by visiting our podcast page, uh, Apple podcast, Spotify, all the places you listen to podcasts, our YouTube page. Make sure you go like it. YouTube dot com slash race dudes so search racing dudes if you're watching us live right now we appreciate it make sure you like subscribe and hit that notification bell for future videos the magic mic what are they doing they are doing the late pick five at keeneland coming up here in about a little under two hours so make sure you stay tuned for the magic mic show covering that late pick five at keeneland halterman i I would say final thoughts but uh, i'm about to see your ass so get off here okay Finish your shit and get okay. to my house so we can hit the road. Okay, sounds good. I think I have a proposal. What do you got? I think we should eat at Emo's. Oh, hey. That that gave us some good luck and that was damn good. Yep. Same place? Sure, let's do same it. Lo- same location? That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, sounds good. Uh, Dennis, I'm not going to touch that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Halterman. Halterman, I'll see you at the track. And good luck this weekend, everybody, in the final Derby Press. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com is your home for the best free picks for every race, every track across the country. We're ramping up for the 2023 Kentucky Derby, and we want you to join us in the fun. Subscribe to Racing Dudes' YouTube channel, like click the notification bell so you never miss a single video. Want to make money betting horses? Bet with the Racing Dudes.